Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking on Charge podcast. Uh, I am Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. And I'm Ryan with Team Rays. And then joining me today... Uh, hi, my name is uh, Trenton. I'm also part of Team Rays. And I'm Ernest, part of Team Empire. Today we have a uh, good amount of uh, content to go over today. Uh, we just came back from uh, a Texas Regional Best of One Preside uh, in Dallas. I believe it's called Acon, the anime convention, believe it or not. And actually, we have uh, Ernest, who topped 32, part of the podcast, and then Trent came in because he got top 16, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, yes, I did. I got uh, 15th. Awesome, awesome. Well, congratulations to you both. I actually do want to start uh, the podcast off with your experiences. So, uh, Ernest, you got uh, what place did you get? 32nd exactly, right? Yes. Okay, so we'll start. I was the very first person that got in. <laughs> We're going to start with your experience first, and we'll go over from there. But anybody, any comments before we start with that? Yeah, I got a, I got a quick story to bring up about Ernest when uh, when they announced him. Because uh, uh, I got 34th because uh, I heard that Rohit had lost uh, the, in the finals, and he was my he was my biggest tiebreaker. And I was like, well, he fucking lost. Well, I'm not going to top anymore. So I wasn't paying attention. And then they were like calling top thirty two, and I didn't hear the order they were calling it in. So I just hear uh, the first person they called is Ernest Damien, and then I just hear everybody going ballistic, and I'm like, "Did Ernest get first? How the fuck did he get first? Like, what the fuck is this?" Dude, I'm sorry, but when I talked to Rohit about how he lost, because he was like going undefeated, you know, with Android twenty one, and the deck of all things he loses to is Finn, and I go. Rohit, how did you lose? He goes, Doc, how am I supposed to know what the fuck that deck does? <laughs> there it is. I'm so mad. I, had, I, had, I, was, I fought no Finn players, and I was ready to fight every Finn player. I'm curious how many Finns there were at the fucking event. Probably just the one. Three. There's three. No, there's three. Oh. Well, only one was, mattered. Well, yeah, there, was, there was one that topped. There was uh, Nick who brought uh, it. I, actually, there I was think two one. of them... I think two made it to the top. Probably him and his brother. I think Tony always has his brother play the same deck as him, but I could be wrong. Tony being the guy who played uh, Finn. Yeah. Oh. Whenever I, I listened to Crossworld's breakdown, I'm pretty sure he had two Finns in the top 16. Crazy. That's actually crazy. It's gross. But yeah. it could have been, there could have been maybe four, but I know for sure I saw three. Yeah, Yeah, I, I know at least three. Because a lot of people are uh, realizing that Finn is a uh, is deck wise is a good counter to U seven, and since Gogeta Zeno got hit, quote unquote, um, people thought, okay, well, the best thing, best answer to U seven is going to be Finn. But shout, uh, shout out to the guy who topped with Gogeta Zeno. You're the biggest mad I actually lost to that guy. I know you did. <laughs> I was next to you. you. Is that the one that you sent the usly unfortunate message? Yes, like the my hand was god off on yeah. the opening and okay, so, it took forever for me to start like get going. So tell us about your, I, your so Ernest, start us off, tell us about your experience first and then tell us about that match. Okay. So all in all, the the, the the day was great, but uh, the matches went through quickly. I think I only went to time once, and that was against the U7 player. Um, I was using the new GC deck, uh, first big event to use it in, so I was still kind of getting my feeling for the deck and see how it works and everything. 
Um, I know I misplayed a couple things that I was just like, well, I didn't even realize that's what this did. Uh, but I, all in all, I did pretty good. Uh, I lost my very last matchup to a Hatch Yak player, uh, which is Ivo from uh, Team PVE. Uh, that that matchup, I was I had him out down to one, and I just could not do my last damage. I attacked him like eight or nine times in that last turn, and still could not get that one one attack through. Uh, it just it hurt. But I lost to Gogeta, Gamma, and uh, Hatch, and I realized Gamma was a bad matchup because it was uh, like hand destruction, and hand destruction really does kind of hurt that deck if you can't play it right. Um, which I figured out how to play it now. So I think the match is a little better off for me, but my hand destruction really does hurt that deck if, if you're not playing it right. Uh, but yeah, so the Gogeta matchup, my opening hand though, uh, I still took this this game to like like turn seven for for us. Like we we still went for a good amount of turns, but my opening was four super combos, two. Uh, uh, Vegeta imposing presence. I draw. I draw from my turn, uh, going second, and I draw my third imposing presence. Oh, uh, yeah. He. So I charge. I charge one. Um, I swing with my leader and put uh one of the super combos underneath the unit, so I can draw two, and I draw a testing opposition and a uh a difference in status. Uh, so I just pass my turn, don't because I can't do anything else. He attacks me. My life gets another difference in status, uh, and then he he attacks me one more time, and I get a trunks to put underneath the unison, uh, the 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 blocker. And I was like, okay, well I at least have one one other sand in my hand. I draw from my turn, uh, and I drew another testing opposition. So I literally just drew nothing but extra cards for the first, like, four draws, and I had my super combos. So when he got me down to four, I was able to defend and start drawing and, like, kind of get going, but I had to waste my super combos too early just so I could draw more cards. Um, a lot of people said that Krillin is a better super combo. If if I had used Krillin, I wouldn't have even gotten to draw my first two cards off of my, my leader swing. So... Can I? Can like I? I, I want to say. I want to say to that point. That is my. I think. I think I was talking with Nurse about it, and other people. That is my biggest reason on why I don't run Krillin, as well because uh, because uh, I also run the Radices. Like, if if you are struggling, if you are struggling your hardest. You really need to see your draws like early game, and sometimes your super combos just aren't live for a majority of the game once you take off. But yeah, that that was probably the worst hand I think I've ever seen with any deck I've had, and the worst draws I could ever have. But still, still, I got him down to one. Like I almost won the game. I just I don't remember how I uh, how come I couldn't finish it. I just I just wasn't able to finish the game. Um, and then he got me. But yeah, he was a good player. He he knew what he was doing. Like it, it was it was a really interesting game. How are your How are your other matches? Um, the U7 one just seemed really back and forth because it's red versus red, so you're pretty much doing the same things to each other. Uh, what else did I play? I played against a, 
Trunks, Trunks Vegito deck. That one was pretty back and forth because I was trying to like get through his uh, his trunks. They kept putting everything in rest mode. Um, I did I did sight in two of the concentrated instructions, and I was able to draw it early enough so that when he played his Putin on his turn two, uh, I was able to get rid of it on my turn three. So like it was it was a lot easier to to get through, but the the game still took a good a good amount of time. It's just I kept his hand low, and was really just attacking his battle cards and his unison until until I could actually like attack his life with bigger things. Mm-hmm. So like I made sure he couldn't really combo out of anything too big. Oh, yeah, and then um, and then you said your other matches. So the you already talked about the gamma one, gamma two one. It's yeah. yeah. I still, I think how many, it's how so many Gamma, brutal. How many Gamma One, Gamma Two players like I do think there were? Because I was really hoping to see one because I, I, I had side for it, but uh-huh. I didn't see any. I, I saw three, three or four. Uh, I, I know I played against one, and there was at least two that I saw that were next to me that wasn't the same player I played. And I'm assuming there was at least one or two more. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say around four or five. It was funny because um, I was hoping there would be a, like a, like a good amount of them because it, it it is a good deck, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like I was I was like, be, like betting on it being like one of the most represented, like a pretty good amount of represented deck next to like Cell and U Seven. Mm-hmm. And um, I in my side I had two Dendes, so when I played Rohit and he's just like, <laughs> like what are these Dendes here for? When I go for the game one game of two matchup, he goes, oh that would that would I- screw them. I, guess, yeah. I did the same thing, but it, it didn't seem to help me very much. No, I, I double Dende <laughs> Rohit, and then I double Barleyed him, and he just better playered me, and I go, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I did play against an Android 16 player. Um, that was a pretty good game. Uh, I did cite it. I cited four Deborahs for the tournament because I realized Hand Destruction was a hard matchup for me, and they definitely came in handy during that matchup. Uh, the funniest thing is that he pulled the leader out and uh, before I pulled mine out, and the guy sitting next to him was Jared Lopez, and he he looked he looked at me and he was just like, "Are you running KP?" I was like, "No, but that would have been really funny to sit across this deck with with that." <laughs> dude, I I I, I, I uh, dude, it was so funny. It was actually pretty funny to because I actually got to watch uh, uh, Jared Lopez play. He's he's a really good player. Yeah, he really is. Like, he's a, he's amazing. But uh, moving on to uh, to Trenton over here, you got fifteenth, uh, right, with U uh, seven. Yes, correct. Uh, I ran, I guess, not a. I, I want to say it's a, a like a basic U seven build, but I'm not running a high card count like everyone else is. I was uh, running a fifty five card count in my main. So uh, uh, I think that's the the biggest one right there. Why do you like? Because most most lists runs about fifty eight to, to to sixty. Some run fifty six, but majority of it's fifty eight to sixty. Why do you like running fifty five? So, the reasoning for it is, uh, so for those that don't know, I used to be big Goji to Zeno one trick player. Um, was my deck was the deck that I knew inside and out in the matchups for it, and it was also a mill deck of the sorts. Uh, but whenever it got hit really hard, I was like. I gotta come up with a new deck to pick up, so I picked up U7. And at first, I was when I tested it, and for a month and a half, month, month straight, I want to say, uh, I tested with it and was figuring out what count I wanted. 
And But when I first picked up the deck, I was playing at 50 cards, and I was like, this is really consistent if I can just... Because uh, I, I call it the, the pieces of Exodia, essentially, which, I like, the four cards you want in that starting hand are just the one-drop Gohan for the turn one play, and then your turn two, your Android 17, and your Frieza, and then your turn three play, obviously, your Chirin. And uh, if, like, if you looked at my list at all, uh, you, like... My main board, like, past 50, because it, it looks super generic, you know, four of all the U7 targets, except for the uh, one-drop Android 17, because bad card bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, the only thing is I'm also running three Vegeta counterplays in the main and two Koitsukais in the main. Um, and... Uh, Funny enough, like my sideboard was prepped for certain matchups that I never really saw. I think the only real matchup that I was actually prepared for was my last round, and then I just forgot how to do math in the last round and uh, lost that. <laughs> but but you, but you only lost two games, right? Yeah, I lost two games. Uh, I lost once to Rohit, and then I lost in the very last round um, to... Uh, to Sin's, uh, Sin Shenron, because I forgot Vegeta minus his 5 deleter. But, uh, going back to the whole 55 count, the reason why I keep it so low is because uh, I consistently, I think it came down to 26 games in a row, I had the same first three, the same first three turns. Uh, because uh, the first three turns, it's always just my Gohan, my 17, and my uh, Frieza, and then I jeer in turn three, and I always leave an energy open just to respond with a Goku counterplay or just a negate if I don't want to be taking my life for, or, or anything to that degree. And uh, I actually run a uh, one... I run one of the Android uh, 18 promo, that's just basically Gohan, but it's a 5k. Right. Uh, just so I can essentially have five Gohans, and I, I see my turn one play a lot easier. That's actually not bad. I mean, that card's really good. It searches, it, it, it looks at your majority of your deck and lets you pick majority of your deck in your hand, except for, like, the eight drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Jonathan, is there anything you wanted to say? Yeah, so uh, some common occurrence here I heard was uh, basically Rohit just fucked everybody in Dallas. <laughs> so yeah. I, I wanted to kind of go in depth. I know he played Android 21 at Nats. Uh, uh-huh. and I, I just kind of wanted to see if there was anything crazy different that he was doing with this version of his Android 21. Because let's face it, nobody really plays that deck except for him. Yeah. Uh, and he does really fucking well with it. Uh, and I kind of wanted to pick up on the differences between Android 21 versus Android 16. I kind of have an idea, but just wanted to go in-depth a little bit with that. If you, if both Ryan and Trent... Because Ernest, you didn't play a Rohit, right? No, I didn't. I played against a 16 player, but that was it. Okay. So, uh, I'll, I can start just to give you an idea. Uh, basically, Android 21 is all about just uh, giving the magic... Uh, summoning sickness to any card, the first card that comes in, but it also gives you tokens, like two tokens. And what you've seen, what you'll see is not a lot of uh, Android Twenty One players will run will uh, run anything to stop the tokens. So what you can do is you can abuse them early by like swinging the tokens into them. Uh, however, uh, they have a unison that 
they can play for free by popping tokens. And then also, it, it can uptick itself, and it will then not uh, like the, no token, like none of the uh, the tokens it gives you can swing. So then they can just freely just pop, like just keep building tokens on your board, and then just popping them and getting free resources like free battle cards or free untaps or free draws. Um, but it, it, also, it also plays two more at the end of the turn, doesn't it? It plays two more at the uh, at the start of your opponent's turn. Oh no, sorry. Oh, okay. sorry. If you're the Android Twenty One player, it plays two on the, at the start of the uh, of the, your opponent's turn. Are you, but, about the, are you talking about the Android Thirteen? The the Unison. Yeah, the Thirteen Unison. unison. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Unison uh, does not do that. Yeah, no. That's, that's another Android Twenty One card, I believe. Yeah. yeah you're, you're thinking of the three chop Android Twenty One card that when it comes into play, it eats a token. Uh, you either pop a card or give one of your cards ten K crit. Yeah, right. and, and that that t- it plays two more at the end of the the end of your opponent's next turn. Yes, then, majority uh, of the Android Twenty One cards that uh, that aren't the the, the Ramper or the mm-hmm. Omen, uh, all the other ones, they give your opponent uh, two tokens at the end of turn. Okay, right. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just um, couldn't remember if the Unison did that too. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, no, you're you're good. Uh, I, I was. Uh, Almost done with what I was saying, but uh, the deck also <coughs> just it knows uh, like especially with Rohit, Rohit it just that's his bread and butter, and will play it until like you know until that deck has just become unplayable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is another good tech that they run in the build. It's a Piccolo uh, that just constantly will uh remove uh, Ryan do you remember at all the piccolo's name it's the it's the, the the five drop it's the the five drop piccolo from Draftbox. um it uh pops a uh, it pops a five or less and then if it if it it has to pop a card it's activate battle uh if it pops a card you draw a card yeah oh the four drop is it a four drop or a five drop? Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Four the, drop. the one with barrier, then he's yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, <coughs> ability. Oh, yeah, that's expensive. I didn't even know that was in his deck. That's awesome. Yeah, no, he, he's he in. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, pretty pretty correct. Um, and then the super kill turn that he has <sighs> uh, after he's been ramping with the uh, android. Uh, the Android 16, I believe, is that lets you charge the top card of your deck into the energy that you drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he uh, he did that, and it would just he, that one was br- that, that's just brutal because uh, once he had enough energy, he kept charging these uh, super 17s in his energy. That as long as his leader's a 21, I believe, it, uh, they have energy exhaust. So then he has all four of these in his energy. And his how he killed me at the very end was he tapped uh, see this tap seven or tap eight, and he played all four out of his energy, and they're yeah. just they're just twenty five k single strikes, but if we learned anything from Dark Broly, thirty k beat stick, thirty k beat stick. You know? <laughs> so yeah, and the little like push damage that he does throughout the whole the whole oh game, yeah like, that that it, it hurts whenever you're whenever that goes off. That that card can also play bad omens. So if they just happen to have bad omens in their in their energy, they can just yeah. create you some life. Yeah, he he uh, he didn't have any bad omens because he had already done. Uh, he had used a, a, a two of his bad omens to combo out 
of me mm-hmm. earlier in the game, but uh, <laughs> it was a really close game between the two of us. Uh, so, but... th- there, w- there was one thing that I remember telling you when, when we ate, uh, or when we were at the restaurant later on that day, mm-hmm. about how you can counterplay the tokens with the Vegeta, and uh, your reaction was pretty funny whenever... Oh, yeah, no, because I, I never <laughs> thought of it that way, that he's the one playing... Because, you know... That's why that's why Android uh, 21 has that ability to when it eats a token, it bounces a one-drop. Because BMS destroys that deck if you don't get rid of the one drop, if you don't get rid of BMS. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but... So, so, know, yeah, like, so the cool thing that you do, the way you counterplay that, is you charge the three, that's when it when it uh, activates, <laughs> and plays the two tokens. So as soon as you charge, the, the field card activates, you play Vegeta, that takes up the summoning sickness, and then it also stops the tokens from playing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, um, I think uh, my game of uh, right with it. Uh, I think the biggest difference between Android 16 and Android 21 is Android 16 wants to pr- pr- uh, primarily play on your turn. Android 21 primarily only plays uh, wants to play on its turn mm-hmm. because it wants to utilize all the energy it can because it's gonna untap. It's gonna untap uh, uh, on your on your turn, and uh, so it's gonna be able to, to to retroactively defend itself a lot better. But also while you being able to set up uh, its uh, advantage engine as well because uh, uh, I because I was playing like I said Rohit's like, a, Rohit's like probably the best Android 21 player I don't think anybody can even bring up any kind of substantial argument to anybody else nope um, I double dendate him like I saw my dendates very early on I hit one of his omens right off the bat and then I hit another multicolor right off the bat so he was um, so he was like he ramped twice on me and then I sent him um, I sent him on the same so he couldn't get ahead of me because I was con- I was putting I put him on the same level I was and um, he still uh, was able to come out on top. I double brolied him when he sent to beam, and uh, I ripped his kusu, so he didn't have, so he didn't have his sideboard against me. That's and uh, <laughs> yeah. it just, uh, we just went to. It was funny because after after he beat me, he showed me what he sided out. He sided out. He sided out two cards, and one, and they were both the uh, no. It was one of them was the uh, was the uh, Android seventeen and eighteen. Uh, uh, the the brothers the eight drop. He set it out because he was like, "Well, I didn't think it would be going this late because I was playing against Red." And I go, "Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't get to. Uh, I just kind of like. I just. We just. Got, I just kind of fumbled in the mid game because I was doing super good in the early game with being aggressive because I got him down to three life, and then I got him down to two. But I just never saw uh, like a way to double strike him for game. Mm. Sure. And like he, he was a uh, the turn before he killed me. He he goes he goes. I think this is the play." And he taps seven, plays the fucking arrival sixteen to go get the the twenty one from deck to play it from hand. Plays the omen on me, and then uh, he's got two omens in his life. And I go, "Fuck, you have the fucking hatch." And then I swing my lead at him because he's only got two life, and I was trying to put him down to one the entire game so I could Vegeta him. Yeah. And um, as soon as I swung my lead, he hatched me, and I go, yeah, I just fucking lose here, because you're just going to uh, Super 17 me, and then I go down to... And the two omens come out and kill me. Yeah, like I said, he just he just better played me the entire game. I'm surprised with the, all the changes in the meta. He's just still, like, up there with the same deck. And I think yeah. part of that reason is knowledge, lack of knowledge. Um... 
because a lot of players that whenever like they they prep for a major event, they just go, "Oh, well, I got to practice against this meta deck, or I got to practice against this meta deck." But no one is ever prepared for the rogue deck. Mm-hmm. And Rohit is. Yeah, I was ready for Finn. <laughs> we have a Finn player, but uh, with Rohit, it's just he's able just to take advantage of all these people who. You know, they don't see Android 21 anymore. People who thought Android 21 was dead because, oh, the mill, uh, the, 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 the red-blue mill is dead. But, like, Rohit was just still over here playing blue-green and not caring about that hit whatsoever. And just has, like, he has taken the whole, if I'm going to one-trick this deck, I have to be the best with it. And I have to know all my matchups with it. That's the thing about playing a, like a rogue deck. You have to know those matchups. But also, I think people need to start prepping for rogue decks now a lot more just because yeah, we prep for meta, but we can only prep for meta for so much and by that time, if you're still prepping for like a meta a certain meta deck, you might want to try and take a step back and take into account, hey, what are these uh what what are these rogue decks that are like are really troublesome? Which is like I, I guarantee you that Finn player he lost his first round because he showed up late, but he won every single round, and I guarantee you it's just because no one knew how to play against it. Think of the interview that he did. Everybody at because it was the Unison Absorber was the funniest one. Oh yeah, it was that nobody knew nobody knew how the interaction with the Finn Unison Absorber. Yeah, I I had some I had talked about how that that Finn is a bad matchup for GT because it'll absorb the unison, and somebody commented on it, saying that I could just Yamcha the the card before it takes it, and, no. and it won't. And I and I had to correct him on that. It was like, nah, it, it'll, it'll, it'll still absorb it, and it'll just go to the drop. It it's, like, actually, oh. it's actually worse if you do that, because then you lose yeah. it entirely. Yep. Cause you, your deck also runs enough spirit boost to kind of get around it, because you can just uh, you can simply put a pan underneath it, pan, Spirit boost mm-hmm. and the innocent back on. Yep. But um, I think uh, I, I I agree with you on that. Like yeah, especially with the 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 like here here like top sixteen for Akon, uh, four cell, three U seven, one fin, one Tella, one um. Good Jesus, you know. Okay, I was wondering what the fuck GX was. was like, <laughs> GX, like what the fuck is he like? Like I, I thought Pokemon. I was like, yeah, I was about to say some, some Pokemon shit. Okay, GX, uh, one Janemba, uh, one Android 16, uh, one Goku, uh, one uh, God Goku, the, the Crimson Warrior, uh, 21, Sin, and Cooler. And uh, was it? you've got Janemba, 16, Sin, um, and uh, Crimson Warrior, which are like really good rogue decks. And like, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rogue, uh, rogue representation in the, in the, the meta. Like that. I I did tell a lot of people that Janimba is a decent pick right now because a lot of decks just draw over and over right now, and the only deck that really has a good chance against it, like to cycle, uh, is the Black Session on deck, and nobody really plays that. I don't know about uh, that. There was a lot. Of, there was actually uh, so uh, even even now I think with what Trenton's saying, like I saw a lot of uh, Zeno Sin at the at Acon. Like I think, like my first, like, like my, like my first five rounds. I think I saw like every round, like someone was playing Xenos. Like there was a guy next to me playing it. Uh, my second round, there was like a, a guy like two tables away from me sitting it. Like, like I saw, I saw a good amount of Xenos in. 
I didn't see any, but it, but yeah, that, I mean, I guess it's just not as as popular as what I what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so yeah, some people want to play the new stuff. I mean, I get you. Some people want to play the new stuff. Some people like sitting where they're at and playing the stuff they like, like Rohit and shit like yeah. that. I think it's just like dedication to the deck itself. Like, I'm pretty sure if KP was still around, you would be playing KP as well. Like, it's just like, the dedication, the dedication to the deck. The overall is what determines like you playing it. Uh, I didn't think Cell would be the uh, overall factor, like uh, overall like majority factor in uh, top sixteen. I definitely thought it was going to be U seven because U seven has a good matchup against Cell. It beat by one, so it's still still pretty up there. I mean, no, it's still pretty up there, but it's just like it's just like like Cell, like it's really insane how like reboot Cell like just. Well, has made, has made green really good again. Seven drop, and then of course Celestino just being viable, like keeping it safe under your leader. Yeah, like like unless you're playing against a blue deck, like a guaranteed turn, uh, turn five kill is insane. But yeah, uh, I mean, I have not played against Cell at all yet. I have really. Some. How have yeah, you not no, played against? Oh, yeah, not. What? It's literally nobody, just two ultimate decks around, and some staples. Nobody around here has built that deck. Like, if you play with me, dog, I got I got a lot of decks ready for you. I'll play. Bro. I'll play. I'll Turn on your webcam right now. I'll fucking school you with my cell deck. <laughs> so he's not even gonna pull up the reboot cell. He's gonna pull up actual set two cell. You know I will. <laughs> the Lord of Jank has spoken. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a strong deck. I, I really do think that, uh, and I've said this before, the ultimate deck was done right this time. The, the Toa ultimate deck was okay. This is fucking what the ultimate deck should have been. You know what you know, made the deck really good? The ultimate deck really good in general, besides the reboot, was the amount of reprints it had. Like, uh, oh, God, like, yeah. A, playset of Charismatic Villain, if you get to. I love the fact that they are doing that. Like, Actually, the... no, sorry, not even if you get to. You get a playset off the bat. No, and... it's off It's off too. But also, though, just preemptively printing, uh, reprinting the seven drop to make sure it doesn't uh, price spike, because it only had the one printing of both SR and SPR in set one. Like, like all the people who bought it out. Like good, good foresight, actual good foresight, just in general to for that card. You might as well have thrown in the cells, you know, at this point with the prices of the fucking mythic yeah. booster. <laughs> and so, yeah. like the rep- the reprints of it there, like just made made it go above and beyond and shit like that, and um. Uh, a lot of reprints, like right now, like have you guys seen the new reprints for the uh, event packs? Yes. Yes. Um, I think the uh, event pack tens got some very good reprints coming out. Uh, just like just just the like the top reprints. I I know the reprints, but like the top reprints in general, right now, uh, Oceanus probably takes the number one. Uh, uh, sorry, five drop Oceanus to gate the 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 Topo Oceanus, like probably the best one to be reprinted so far. Because that card is seeing a lot of play in sideboard and then a lot of black decks, a lot of mainboard. Um, <coughs> uh, the new f- the the five drop green Gohan, the one that uh, can become a two drop if you have three life or less. Hidden might. Uh, yeah, hidden might. Uh, seeing a resurgence of play with when, when Videl topped and just a good greed side deck for <sighs> side deck card in general because mainboard. Yeah, it ignores a barrier. It ignores barrier pops a card. It's got double strike and it's got deflect, so it's hitting the board with its effects no matter what. Uh, cooler, uh, counter, uh, counter cooler, uh, getting a reprint and, and a good foiling nonetheless. So, how many times have I asked for cooler? 
I think actually a lot, like, ironically, because it's because like it's not because of the fact that it's a new reprint, but because of the fact that it deserves like an alt art reprint or like a, a new foiling reprint. Because it's a solid card and it's seeing a ton of play now. Should have been an anniversary box reprint already. Even yeah, I, it came uh, from the I, anniversary I, box. I agree with you last time. I think. Yeah, because it only has the one printing, and then also has the one foil printing, and this is the what the second time it's ever getting printed foil. And the yeah. regular foil one is twenty dollars right now. Uh, I'm looking at it. Yep. And then, uh, uh, so fun fact about the Oceanus, I've told this to everybody in here. Uh, the reason the the five drop Oceanus to get my it's my favorite reprint because if you look at it on the website, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be in the picture too. Uh, the way that it's had its fingers extended, it looks like it's pushing the Zenkai Warrior uh, or the Zenkai series logo as like a little button. <laughs> is it actually? <laughs> yeah, if you look at the, if you look at the picture on the website, it's super funny. But yeah, uh, all the oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> all the reprints from the event ten pack are going to be intox the intoxicated by justice, uh, Android uh, seventeen and eighteen uh, siblings, um, the two drop uh, Frieza uh, Frieza Checkline, uh, four drop uh, Oceanus for the uh, Yellow Sun Shenron deck. Good reprint. Like uh, one yeah, drop, I agree with that. Yeah, one drop Gohan for U seven. Uh, the uh, Great Sandman um, uh, Unison. Uh, the uh, SS four Bardock. Un- what the fuck was that? <laughs> the SS four Bardock Unison. Uh, the Oceanus Negate. Uh, the uh, Sun Gohan Hidden Might and the Cooler Counter Counter. Uh, my least favorites are going to be the Checkland and the Great Sandman Unison. Really not. Intoxicated by Justice. <laughs> Hold on, A, be quiet. That card's great. I put Intoxicated Justice on all my blue sides. I know, I remember. That card there. is insane. Um, I think actually, the, the I only think, one that I uh, go ahead, Ryan. I think the the biggest snore. Actually, I, I I agree with Jonathan. I think the biggest snore is probably going to be the Great Sandman Unison. I think the Checkland is 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 all right because it gives Cooler like a, a good like bling upgrade, which is kind of nice. But um. Uh, Great Salmon, kind of an egg. Would you play Great Salmon in any of these new green uh, Unison decks? It doesn't, no, because of the Empower. It doesn't fit. In fact, actually, uh, shout out to the guy who got who topped with the green cooler deck. I read all of his comments. He's got a really good, really good mindset with the uh, cooler uh, Unison deck, and I liked his list a lot. Uh, I think the best. He said the best card in his deck was definitely the the, the Minger Unison, the one drop Minger Unison. Interesting, and that doesn't even have Empower on it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that too. It is super insane, and like, uh, and uh, I see why. Like, after like looking at the deck and watching an action, I see why the Demigra Unison was was definitely that super valuable. Six around. Mm-hmm. It is uh, that that card, honorably, still one of Green's best Unisons in the game. Oh, for sure. Just the uh, the the ability to early game if, if people want to get rid of the five k you can choose to take life instead and then your unison gets to keep its markers. That should have been the Probably. top thirty two alt art card. Uh, one honest. one ruling one ruling about that card that I that I need to still ask some judges about is uh, when you neg it down to to zero, are they allowed to take a life to? It specifically uh, says when they lose a marker by a. Yeah. Like damage from an attack. Oh, yeah. It it, it does specify because um, because if you remove a marker in any other way, like through an effect or through negging, it doesn't. You don't have the ability. Okay. So I, okay. 
that answers my question. Because I, I don't think I've read that card since it came out. So, <laughs> my bad. But, um, yeah, and then speaking of top 32, like Jonathan mentioned, uh, the top 32, they've got three alts for top 32, top 16, and top 4. Uh, top 32 is Forbidden Power. Top 16 is the uh, Supreme Kai of Time, uh, Supreme Kai of Time Negate for Black. And then the top 4 is the uh, King of Vegeta's Imposing Presence. Uh, Supreme Kai and King Vegeta Imposing Presence, definitely uh, a good plus. Those are cards that see a lot of play in their respective colors. Uh, Forbidden Power, a big neg. Uh, we talked about it before the podcast. I think uh, it should have been Robotic Repose. That card's at 7 printing. I think, uh, was, it, was it you, Jonathan, or Ernest, who brought up the, the, the point? Uh, oh, yeah, it? yeah, I did. I, I was like, there's a lot of reprints of it, but most of them are all still semi-difficult to get. Yeah, and like to get a play set of the card, you're spending over sixty dollars, no matter what printing you're getting. Yep. Like, it, for the for the yellow spot right there, though, I think they should have used uh, Power of the Super Saiyan. Even though it's only it's limited to one now, like I think that that people would would like uh, another printing of it, just because it's a, it's a great card. The original artwork is is awesome. The SR version is awesome. The SPR is even better. But I think they could make a third version, and people would probably still love it just just the same. I can kind of agree with you because top thirty two, you only get one of the card, and you only play one of the cards. So I do agree with you on that. I kind mm-hmm. of agree with you on that because that does make sense. Uh, I just like to see Robotic Repose get reprinted a lot more because it is a card that's in desperate need of, a, of like a lot of. Because it's not like Heroic Prospect where it was good at the at the time of its printing because Dark Broly existed, but. Like as soon as like the big decks went away, like Heroic Prospect just like just doesn't see play anymore, and like now you need to see um, your cards. Yeah, yellow is significantly worse without this card. Robotic Repose. Yeah, like Robotic um, Repose. Like if you're playing yellow, you kind of need to play Robotic Repose. Yeah. Real quick, I want to go back to the silver foiling cards real quick. Uh, the five drop Gohan that they're reprinting, or is that a six drop? I think it's a the five drop. Okay, the that card that seems to like randomly go in, come into popularity and go out uh, mm-hmm. all the time. And there's that one printing of it was always just difficult to get. Anytime that it it was useful for something, every it, it was always kind of expensive. So I'm really glad that they're reprinting that specifically. Like everything else, kind of is cool and kind of meant to me, but that one specifically is, like, my favorite one, even though I don't play green. That's just something I, I've, I've always wanted to get that card a little easier, uh, and now I should be able to. Yeah, yeah. It, like, between that card and, like, because, like, for green, like, this Gohan and the, uh, the Chilled, the Chilled TP promo, those are, like, your only two, like, real, like, good ways in green to get rid of Barrier. Like, your only two good ways to get rid of it. Gohan, you need to be at three life. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. go hunting to be at three life and then shield your the card has to be uh less uh energy cost less than the amount of uh cards in your opponent's hand. Yeah, three life to get it reduced uh to two cost, by the way, yes. not, not to yes. get the effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the effect is on point no matter what. So if you're gonna tap five for this thing, you're still getting its effects. <laughs> go for it. That's what that's why it was a decent card in reboot. Go on, yeah. Oh boy, Reboot Gohan. Bring back Reboot Gohan. No. I hate you. No. I'd rather really King no. Vegeta come back before Reboot Gohan. Bring back King Vegeta, dog. I'll take either one. Yo, I'll just start running strats of U7 again. Uh, okay, so while we're on the topic of these cards, Champ Pack. They've revealed all five. 
There's the Super Sigma, the Android 8, the Metacooler, the Vegeta, and the Sherman Salsa. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not read all the cards because it's just... I'm not going to play gonna... I'm gonna let you guys. Okay, neither have I. Okay, no, I've read all of them. I've, so I've also read, read them all. I'm gonna go over. So I'm gonna go over my super long spiel uh, about only one card and one card particular because I think. So all right, everybody, everybody, sit down. Bandai, you get to sit down because this is this is the only time you've actually done something super good. Ryan's corner. Let's go. Okay, you stupid fucks. Here it is. Ryan's call out of Bandai. Uh, so I want to talk about. I want to talk about how you fire everybody on your fucking design team, except for whoever designed Schumann Salsa, the tag team of terror, because this is quite possibly the most well-balanced and, like, like, like probably one of the like most playable, like, promo cards in all of Black history, next to Thor in the Dark Empire. The only difference is that this is fucking, like, what the most balanced Thor in the Dark Empire that like, you guys have ever fucking made, because, so, it, so, uh, activate main, pay one, pay one of anything. If your opponent has no battle cards in their drop area, play this card from your hand. Leader doesn't have to be black, but it fits better in a black deck because if you don't because if you don't need it, or if you need to charge something and everything else in your hand's better, you can charge it. So it's already got a better place. Uh, permanent, if your opponent has four more cards in their warp, this card gains double strike. So right off the bat, if you're playing this turn one, it's not a double striker. Unless you're playing against Gogeta Zeno and their turn one, they just uh, they activated main and warp five. Like so unless you're playing against like that one niche matchup, like this card's gonna be live, like probably turn two, turn three, depending on what deck you're playing against. And if you're playing a black deck, you're warping stuff constantly. So like you know, it's gonna be good like in those like little bit later turns is when it comes off. And um, if you're playing the Shroom and Salsa, this is what I like about it best. If you're playing the Shroom and Salsa deck and your leader is Shroom and Salsa, when this card attacks or is used in combo, your opponent warps one card from their drop area. If they don't have any battle cards to to warp, um, you draw. Then uh, you draw a card. So it's really good in black. It's good in any color, but it's better in black. Um, uh, like turn like by turn three, this card's a twenty k double striker for one. Activate main, by the way, is not once per turn. So if you have multiple in this hand and you really want to put pressure on it, you can play this thing multiple times. <coughs> and the limit one, super good, by the way. If you're playing the Shroom and Salsa deck, it's a plus. Yes. So, it's a good card design. It boosts the deck that needed a boost. And it's 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 a good promo all around in general. Like, this is what a promo should be. Like, in just in general, this is what a fucking promo should be. It should be playable in its color, boost the deck it needs to boost. But it need it like, give it the give it the effect to boost the deck it's supposed to be fucking boosting it. Like, that was the problem with Warding the Dark Empire, is that the, the card was so good, any deck that can run it, fucking ran it. Like, there's a reason why people are running Videl fucking Warding. Because people wanted to run SS3 and then go into SS4 the next turn. Because it just made sense. Like, this card right here is good. Like, this is probably a, this is a bounce card that can be powerful. Like, this is how you should make a promo. Don't make it the fucking... Uh, like, oppressive bullshit, the, I need to run this card, this is a fucking staple in, like, my KP deck. Like, if I don't have my fucking, my, my four-drop Piccolo Jr. negates, and my fucking, um, uh, fucking K King Piccolo fucking, uh, grinding my fucking Ball Wishes fucking card, or if I'm playing King Vegeta, I need my fucking, um, Raditz. my switching gears, or my, uh, Raditz, uh, Kid Raditz, and shit like that. 
like this is a problem or, or even broly with the one drop broly. oh yeah even with broly like like it's um it's just it's like a if i don't have this card i can't play the deck you don't need uh, this card to play shaman salsa but she need but this card is super good in shaman salsa and it's super good in black but you don't need it in black and you need in shaman salsa your blacklist isn't gonna be any worse without this card it might be better it might not be better you might not like this card in the deck who knows because it is a, a a demon god, demon rail race. There are a lot of black sand decks that can only you know interact with black sands, and you might this card might actually be a bad card in your hand at the time, or it might be a good card in your hand at the time. Who knows? But this is a promo that is actually well balanced, and is uh, and boosted deck and is like fire everybody, fuck everybody in the fucking development team <laughs> who doesn't who didn't make this card. If you're in the, if you didn't make this card, you're fucking awful. That is Ryan's take. Uh, Here honest. at Thinking on Charge podcast, we do not always agree with Ryan, so just keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, something I will have to say with uh, like it's a good thing, like you know how like how Ryan said like with the Sherman's also a promo, it's great, it's balanced, it's amazing. But what Bandai has a really bad habit of doing of just putting these uh, of like printing crucial promos and like making them like super strong and then realizing later that ooh we might have done a oopsies uh, looking at you Android 17 uh, for Invoker the card that, that like that card was balanced. Hold on, hold on. minutes longer, I'm gonna give you a big rant, but I'm gonna give you my my low down spiel. One, if you're losing to Invoker just because they got a an Android 17 card, you're a bad player. At the end of the day, that deck is still very manageable. That deck was still very manageable. Sure, it had a bigger boost in its economical value with the with coming of it. But a, the deck still lost to uh, to putting on pressure to it, and it has to see the card anyways. And by, that that card can't be searched out in that deck. Straight the fuck up. Um, like, no, no, that card no. cannot be searched that, out. That, they that, have that limited wasn't... uses, and they also have a clear win, a uh, clear win condition that they go into. Sure, Bandai said we need to ban this card, or we need to rot of this card preemptively for set nineteen. I believe it was. Listen, a rot of the card set eighteen, like just straight up. Yeah, for sure, I can agree with that one. My main gripe was putting a promo as good as it was in like regional packs, and and. Like, especially if you're in, a, in an area, like, cool, there's webcam events, but there are not many people want to do webcam events because of, like, the high cheating that there is in webcam events. Because, I'm sorry, if you watch any of those webcam events, it, it it's really obvious whenever you see someone cheat and no one gets caught. Two on Goku? It. Two Goku? Two Goku? Two Goku? But, um, like, but I feel like just put it in a regular TP pack, like a locals. Like, I, I don't. Like staple cards like that seventeen, I don't think people need to be like and like bless the heart of, of anyone who spent you know four hundred dollars on a playset of Android seventeens just for them to get eroded and now be fifteen dollars. I don't think that 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 was my like why I like the Shaman Salsa because it's not um it's not a staple. Yeah, it is a good card. Sure, you could call it a staple because it's a good card. Like the okay, actually take it. Let's let's take a really good card right now in meta. Let's take Oceanus. Five drop Oceanus. It's getting reprinted, right? That card is a good black card. It is not a staple in black. Like there are plenty of black decks that do not run it in their side or in their main, and and like just straight up, like it's a good card. You can argue that it's a staple. You can argue that it's a good card that not that not every black deck needs. The Shroom and Salsa are going to be the same thing. I'm like like uh, I'm pretty sure Ernest over here will can say something about it as well. Ernest, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't agree that that good cards that are that are promos should be in, like easier to get. I I like that the fact that uh, cards that are are good for different decks are prize cards because it gives it creates more or better competition. Like whenever you like people need these cards, they're gonna try to play for it. They're gonna play harder for it. So if you're just giving random random cards that everybody pretty much has nobody's really going to be trying for anything like special like i it, unless it's a old card that has a new new printing even then still like you it doesn't create as much competition cuz cuz you already have the card if if you if you win great if you don't it does it, it doesn't matter but when it's a new card that is good that people are trying to get that creates better competition and it makes people try harder so i i don't agree that they should be easier to get I uh I I I also uh, agree with that semi I semi agree with it I like the like the cards like the Shroom and Salsa cards that are good that are that are good in general I do agree they should be at these higher level events because it does create not only like the necessity for them but it creates the drive to 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 go to these events and make the events better and for them to give more supporting like like sure they can give this card out to they can give this card out to anybody who signs up the regular artwork right. Everybody mm-hmm. who goes and signs up, they give it to you. That that automatically means you get the card. So uh, that argument, well, you could you you have a chance to get the card. My apologies. I do remember you only get one or two packs. And yeah. You have a chance to get the card, but that's a but that's like a TP at the end of the day. But um, you're going to a high level event, and um, and if you win the event, um, I believe you are guaranteed to get this card because they give you uh, enough. Uh, they give you like uh, all the, the all the winner packs. Uh, to get the uh, to get one of each, mm-hmm. so and and then and then some events, some events. I don't know if they still do it for for webcams. Haven't been to a webcam in like forever, uh, so I'm not gonna sit here and, and talk, on it, like, talk on it. Like, oh, by the way, no, sorry. I'm looking at the participation for this shit. By the way, you get five championship packs, so more than likely you're getting all 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 of them in one go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also championship, yeah. So championship, you get a winner gold stamp of every card. So yeah, so. Um, uh, so if you if you're just signing up, you get all five of them. That's better than a TP right then and there because of the fact that um, you're guaranteed to get the cards that you want. Like if like if you don't give a fuck about anything, but you really want to play uh, Machine Mutants and you really want that that Sigma in your deck, bam, you got you've already got one Sigma. You're at a high level event. You can play with other high level people to to you know test your skills, or you you're going into the event like you've been play testing your ass off because you want to you know top, but you also want to get the good cards. Boom, that's already a good incentive right there. Oh yeah. So that, that's why I don't agree. That's why I also agree with Ernest, and I just kind of don't agree that like we should make some of the, like the, these really high power cards like mm-hmm. just TPs, and also because it creates an issue of like people like tournaments are easier, are more accessible to people than locals are accessible to people, and it's becoming that, and that is also an issue. Yes. Yeah, that's that's true. Agreed. Yes, but um, speaking of like the accessibility. Okay, so, so. What's up? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, I was gonna good. say. So I, I agree with with the like, if you, just by entering the tournament, you can get like a, a certain artwork of the the uh, the cards that are that are good for the deck if they're TPs. Uh, but I do I do I, I also agree that like if if you do like if you place well, you get a better uh, artwork or a better rarity of it, and that that's what makes it a little bit more of a like still a competition thing. I was just saying like. If, like, say, 
like back back with Yu-Gi-Oh, with like Shonen Jumps and stuff. Uh, the prize cards were what people went for because the prize cards were only awarded to like the top three, and yeah. that was like that's that's what you were playing for. Like when Crush Card first came out, like way later on, yeah, they reprinted and everything. But when that card first came out, that that card, a drink, like when those cards first came out, they were Shonen Jump promos. You had to get first, second, or third to get it. So that's what people were playing for, and that created so much uh, competition because people really, really wanted those cards because of how good they were. And then, like, I know one of them, uh, somebody ended up buying the other two off the people that got the other two places, and then he ended up winning the next event because he had three of them in his deck. Absolutely. And also, Profit. just another bigger point as well, like, yeah. bragging rights are a thing. We're playing a competitive game. At the end of the day, you can, you can, you can. If you're gonna play for fun, for fun, we're not talking to you. We're, we're dead ass not. Like, yeah. if you're going, like, like when you, when, when you go to a tournament, you are signing up to play at a competitive level event. You are not signing up to have fun just on the principle of having fun. Sure, you can have fun being competitive. I love fucking playing competitive. That's where I have the most fun because it's when everybody around you is playing at the highest level. Of like of, of like play style they're going for, but not only that, uh, everybody is also around you having fun. Unless you're a dickhead, then go fuck yourself. I hope you lose all your rounds because <laughs> I have fun with the people I play hey, with. Hey, I sportsmanship. Sportsmanship. I, I, yeah, I try to have fun. I try to have fun with the people I play. I get serious, but I also you know um, I'm not uptight about it. I do try to you know like you know crack jokes and you know have fun with it because I don't want to be the dickhead who sits there and doesn't say anything and says. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. I don't care. Like none of that. None of that. None of that. Like nitty gritty. None of that little small bullshit. Not everybody has like, the social skills of you, Ryan. Okay. You gotta give some people some slack. Hey, man. Fuck you and fuck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not people. Okay. Except, for, except for the except people for the fuck Bandai better. part. Fuck you, Bandai. <laughs> but um. But uh. Anyways, on on to tournament and stuff like that because we were we were talking about uh um talking about Acon and this is the uh the Gen Con. Uh, the, we were talking about. Uh, I want to talk about Gen Con and how they announced um, that they have a set of alternate uh, cards that only you can get at Gen Con. I believe that they said uh, you can only get these cards uh, if you go to the Gen Con tournament, uh, either the online or the offline. For now, and, yeah, for now, for now. We don't know if um, later down the line they're gonna like other tournaments here to get their hands on these alts, but. Um, they're uh, they're printing kind of like fest cards. Yeah, yeah, kind of like fest cards. Uh, we're only getting six alternate arts right now. We're, we're getting Broly limits transcended the uh, the seven drop Broly and the green Broly chain. Eight drop. Uh, the eight drop. Sorry, my bad. No, I was thinking of the the, the promo rare. Um, the Frieza divine transformation. The five drop uh, yellow golden Frieza. Uh, the Majin Buu assaults the agents of destruction, which is the four drop unison that all you bad players want banned. Yep. Um, Damn that bitch. Uh, Son Goku, fuck you. <laughs> Son Goku, Divine Presence, Arrival Goku. We talked about uh, this one yet last episode. I, I am yeah. super happy about this one. Yeah, but, but I, I, one that I didn't want reprinted. I don't know why Ernest doesn't want this reprinted. This card's like a fucking like like this card's this card's gonna be what hidden what what hidden might is for go on. It's gonna go in and out of favor, and it's gonna have one printing that's gonna be fucking expensive all the time. So I'm glad they're reprinting this early because this card's give this me card's... more than a year with the card. No, before fuck you that. that. Preemptively, preemptively Isn't it older than a year. No. No. Yes. 
it's actually yeah. older than a year. Because... All right, cut everything. Cut everything. Everybody said out that was wrong except for me because only I can be. <laughs> it, it was. It, it was. Uh, it came yeah, out back during Galveston during the Collecticon. Because I yeah, DCGCon because I remember playing Ryan using U seven Gohan, and that was a year ago. But was it actually a year? I will tell you guys. Y'all keep talking, and I'll, I'll interrupt you guys. Okay, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan will, will give us the, the deets. He is, he is our... I was, I was about to look forward to. August uh, 13, 2021. Not quite a year. Oh, yeah. almost. Uh, well, we're closing SS, up on it, though. SS4 Vegeta Fane Greeting, which, uh, if you guys don't know what that card is, uh, that is the uh, the Overrealm uh, Vegeta card that uh, warps a card. Your opponent chooses a card and warps it from their hand. The card that is shot up exponentially in price. Yeah, $30 right now, TCG Low. Yeah, so uh, add another good card to reprint yes. uh, right there. And then the last card is going to be Android 16 Stalwart Defender, which unironically is getting bought out. It has been bought out. Yes, has been bought out. Uh, that card is uh, seeing a shit ton of play in 16. And it's a good card for side in general because it's an arrival removal. Oh, no, sorry. It's an arrival pop or it's an arrival search. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. So, um, let's say this. I'm gonna plan on trying to sign up for the online Gen Con. I am not going to Gen Con. Uh, I have a family, and when I bring my family, I have to bring my mother-in-law. So that is uh, a lot of bodies to fit on a plane plus uh, a hotel room. Love my family to death, but uh, a three hundred dollar trip turns into a twelve hundred dollar trip. Hard neck. I'll pass. I also, yeah, I also agree. I'm gonna do the online tournament one because. Um, I just don't feel like traveling all the way out there. Gen Con looks fun, but I don't feel like just going. And then B, uh, online's easier. Um, what I don't like is the the, the sign-up time period they gave for the online. Yeah. Because they said it's uh, July 10th, right? July 10th. So about a month away from sign-ups for the online event. Although you can buy the uh, in-person ones already if they haven't sold out yet. Yeah, which I kind of don't like because they should have done the online with the offline, just so everybody can, you know, they can get all their stuff done early ahead of time. Um, oh, one thing before we get to ahead of time, I do want to say one thing about Akon before we, like, you know, just drift off entirely. Uh, I do want to say that, uh, shout out to the guys from Play TCG, uh, complete night and day from uh, fucking uh, the fest. Uh, whoever ran the fest, I hope you're fired because you fucking suck. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I think it was just because Fash uh, was pretty much the one running it. Yeah, shit, yeah. It, yeah, David, if you're, yeah, yeah, David, David Fash, if you're the one running it, run every fucking tournament. That was the smoothest fucking tournament I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah. And I've been to like, a shit ton of tournaments. Also, so we, we know that we, we were, wouldn't allow the intentional draw to go through as well. Yep. Good call. That, we, that we, nightmare freaking, of an event. We freaking ended that tournament at Before like 4 o'clock. Yeah. We started at ten. Like, yeah, we were in and out. It was was amazing. Like, we finished so fast. Compared to, we had the same number of rounds, um, same amount of time uh, in each round, and uh, we ended. uh, We ended at what was it? Six thirty-seven, Ryan? No, we ended. We ended at at like eight thirty or nine. Like, it was late. Yeah, we ended late, late, dude. We did not end, like... Yeah, we ended, like, super late at first. <laughs> yeah, 
it was it was insane. Like, um, but um, yeah, definitely shout out to uh, Play TCG. Shout out to David Fashbender. Uh, super good. Uh, that I, I didn't have any judge rulings. I know a couple of people around me had judge rulings. Um, and I didn't have any either. Yeah. Uh, the, everything was handled very orga- uh, very very quickly. Everything was organized very well. The judges knew their uh, from what I from what I was hearing. All the judges knew their shit. Nobody was just like, yeah, you can't play Trunks uh, in Counter Window, uh, uh, Counter Window 2 if you hardcast it at all. Like, okay, okay I have a question. I, I, know that, I know that two of the judges uh, were from Nats. Fash was one of them, and then I can't remember the other guy's name, but he also judged Nats. And then we had Jerry, who was from that area, who was one of the judges. And I think we had another one, but I'm pretty sure it was just those three. What were you going to say, Jonathan? So I have a question. So uh, last year at Nats, there was two events, right? There was a uh, standard, and then there was Unison Warrior Block, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The way that Bandai's unrolled this best of one pre-side and have tested it out, and it seems like we're doing regionals for best of one pre-side, am I crazy to think that they're going to make this the day two event of best of one uh, pre-side for Nats? I think as, as we go further along, uh, I, I agree with you. I think that... Uh, well, I, I half agree with you. I think as we go further along, they will test it out as day two, but they're going to ax it, and you know, they're going to keep it, but what they're going to do is they're going to do um, uh, best of three nats, and they're going to do best of one nats, and I think that we're going to start seeing a deviation between the two play styles. So would they happen at the same time, and you have to pick one, or would they allow players to play best of three, then best of one? Like they did with I think, the Unison Warrior. I block. think they would. Uh, I think they would make you choose. Just um, so. I really hope they don't do that because that that's very similar to the way they did like the uh, the invite regionals versus the non-invite regionals. Yeah. People hated that split. That was shitty. Like, it, oh, I didn't. I hope they don't do that. Then I yeah. I hope they don't do that, and I hope that it is because um, nobody really liked Unison Warrior Block format. No. Yeah. No. The best one pre-side wow. sounds decent, and like it, it's actually a pretty decent alternative to a best of three if you're going to make it a day two event. Yeah, and I think I yeah. think uh, uh, I think a lot of people like like as we go further, like a lot of people's like concerns about best of one pre-side are just like you know kind of shot down <coughs> because you know it, best of one pre-side really shows like you know that like you know there is still uh the there's still a finite amount of luck into it, like especially with you know like reboot cell being a deck now. There is um, match dependency on going first versus going second. Like, you definitely want to go first over reboot cell, no matter what deck you're playing, because you don't want cell to get to turn five, because yeah. that is their kill turn. Yep, that's very fair. Uh, just side in dirty burst. Yes, you're playing just, blue. Side, just side in dirty burst and pray. Eat pray love. If, if you're playing blue, you already have the the the. You already have the better matchup because if they try to play Cell on you, you just trunks it. Oh, Cell Zeno, no. Yeah, they could play Cell Zeno, but like they're they're like dead. They're like one hundred percent kill turn is seven drop, and then they go into Cell Zeno, so they rip the last three cards out of your hand. I, I agree with you, but they have, they have the Unison play also. Like that's going to do the three. So yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Like yeah. So either, either I've either heard that. I've heard that GT uh, like auto wins against that deck. I, again, I haven't played against it, so I don't know. Like, I played. I played a couple matches with it. You're not like U7, where you 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 can out you can really outpace Cell, 
Like you have a better matchup because you can rip. You you look at their hand and you can rip rip apart their play their 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 plan and everything like that. GG can out can aggro them very easily because you're spamming a lot. But um, but uh, well, my first match was against a cell player, and um, dude, I was sweating bullets because I couldn't kill him. I straight up couldn't kill him turn four, and I passed, and he went to turn five. He charged his fifth energy, and I was sweating bullets. Cause like if he sells Zenas me, I'm I'm dead ass screwed. I have no, I have nothing in my hand to stop him. And like luckily for me, he didn't see it. But like GG Goku can kill it. Like you do have a good matchup against the the deck uh, because you can spam the board very fast. But um, you um you have to be careful because like you if if you're not if you don't see if you don't see enough pieces to outpace them, or if they're able to respond to you very quickly and you're not seeing your negs to get rid of their blockers. Like they they can kill you very quickly. Gotcha. Ooh. Yeah, like I I just need to see that deck be played so I can so I know what's going on. Cause like I I, I think I watched the end of one of your games with it uh, one day, but I I have not gotten to see like a full game with it. You need to you need to come out, dog. I play Cell all the time, dog. <laughs> but um, speaking of speaking of reboot Cell, dog. When the fuck are we gonna get reboot Vegeta? Set two Vegeta, bro. <laughs> When the, when the fuck are we gonna get it, Bandai? You fucking cowards! Cowards! And Bandai put it, in a, put it in a starter deck, just like every, every like all the rest. Yeah, no of shit. How come? Uh, how come like five other fucking decks get fucking starter deck reboots, and we don't get fucking anything for set two? No, fucking but, Vegeto. You know, you know what push. I found out? You know what I found out with the uh, Oath of Z? You know what deck really fucking is really good with that secret? Vegeto, because you have a shit ton of Goku's of Vegeta in your drop area. Oh yeah, brother. <laughs> yep. Fuck you, Bandai. Reprint set to Vegito. Best deck in the format. Stop wow. being scared of set to Vegito reboot because it's going to be the fucking tits. Okay. It but, won't be that good. Just but it'll be set, top, like, top 16. Look, set to, set to Vegito is all good and all. But when am I getting my Goku Black Leader? Bandai, give me. Hey, good right Goku now. Black Leader. Oh man, I don't know. We we've had we've had a little too many Goku Black slash Zamasu cards, and yeah, but the Wish Leader was bad. And then the only other leader that's semi viable <laughs> is the is the is the is the Set Seven one, which I'm unironically hey, one hey. of two people who who play that deck in Texas. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I, I gotta say one more thing too about the the that Set Two Goku Black. It got errated, so you technically got to reboot. I hate you. You're, hate that's you. funny as shit. <laughs> I, I hate you. you. That is, that, save, that, save, that, save that for the chat reel. That was, that was great. Hell yeah. But uh, um, uh, one, thing, uh, one thing before we wrap it up here really quickly is um, uh, I don't want to talk about Zenkai, uh, the, the, the next set, too much. The only thing I want to talk about is uh, we're getting another God Rare uh, next set. What do you guys think it's going to be? Uh, hold, on, hold on, do we want to keep out spoilers for the people who have not seen the movie? Because there are some people who are very sensitive. Okay, about that. you know what? You know what? I got it. I got it right here. All right, so we're gonna. Oh, wait, give wait, wait, you then can I can I uh, give my my God Rare theory then? Yes, but, it's, but, it's, but, yes, but, you, but yes, but you gotta let me speak because I will oh. I will kick you out of this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, so, right, so here's your warning. Hey guys, Jonathan here with a quick edit. So spoilers will actually start at the one hour ten minute and 35 seconds. Spoilers will end about 1 hour, 14 minutes, and 45 seconds. Um, spoilers ahead for the uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero movie. Uh, I'm not telling you what spoilers they are, but 
Uh, we're going to give you five seconds um, for you to uh, skip ahead or just to cut it out completely for right here. Because I know skipping ahead, if you're like listening on your car or some shit like that, it's going to be fucking annoying. But uh, we're giving you... Because uh, after this, we're just going to go straight into shoutouts and that's going to be it. Um, but here's your warning for uh, for spoilers for the movie. Uh, right now, we're going we're gonna to go into our th- uh, God Rare Theories. Trenton, take the floor. Now. Okay. So, for anyone who doesn't know, I personally love the Dragon Ball Hero series. I think it's just such a good series, and I love just the different the different possibilities and the craziness that it has. But something that I've been asking for ever since uh, around Nats when they revealed the four secrets and and the quote-unquote guest secret. Uh, (laughs) But I personally want SS3 Goku Black Rose. I, like, with the broken mask, I think... He just his art is could like his style looks cool just with the long SS S three hair, and then like this the power that he he had. But I think it's just I I would like that to be to happen. And plus, we haven't really gotten a good uh, a good we haven't gotten a Goku Black SCR at all. That that I I actually um. I think that was one of my my choices for the guest secret. My top my top three because it was I think it was Shallot the Shonen secret. It was Shallot the Shonen <laughs> secret and then SS3 Goku Black. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, uh, you want to go ahead, Jonathan, with your uh, with your Godware theory. Yeah, um, depending on the set and tales, uh, there is a character I feel like that's been missing, and I believe it's oh, from no. Heroes. And uh, everybody loves fucking Broly, so why not oh, just get okay. a Broly version of Broly and call it Cumber? Because uh, we're all going to Cumber over this card <laughs> if it's a fucking God Rare. I, I, I was so scared you were to talk about Far with a shotgun again. <laughs> oh no, that's that's got to be its own fucking level beyond God Rare, bro. <laughs> Far with a shotgun. What was that? What was that one post I made? Someone someone made a post on the the, the main Dragon Ball page, and it was probably yeah. the best. The best secret in the game, the best joke secret in the game. I think it was like a, a Super Saiyan Hercule that, like, uh, on play, it gets uh, 500k power, victory strike, and it can't deal damage. That's the most insane fucking card ever. That's like the best. That's like the best joke secret in the game. Negated skills though, and it's still a fucking beat stick. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, what you got for us, Ernest? Alright, I'm gonna just go straight into the, the I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the Gohan uh, from the from the movie. Oh, like, the new, the, his wow. new form. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that, <laughs> I, I think there's too much hype on it right now. It's it's uh, he was originally supposed to be the character that took over the series anyway uh, but because people loved Goku, they just couldn't do it. Uh, so like I, I really think that they'll they'll push him to to be the main character for the for the that set, and if it becomes a god rare with a new with this new form, like that'd be amazing. I can't remember what the what the Gohan's new form is called. I saw somebody say it. Final Gohan or something. Uh, yeah, like like oh, like Final Ultimate Gohan or some Final shit. Ultimate Essence Gohan. 
Yeah, like, we're just adding words upon words. Final Ultimate yeah. Essence, Maybelline, <laughs> New York. Go call on. him, call him, call him what he truly is. Go on, uh, go on, block white. Uh, it white. looks like Baby's uh, like of evolution of Vegeta, but it was Gohan instead. If you guys know what I'm talking about from GT, yeah, yeah. you're talking about when he when he when he takes over when he when he takes over uh, uh, Vegeta and he's got like the the, the white hair yeah. and, like, the, and like the little lines that go around his I'm face. Yeah. Find uh, the spoiler so fun fact: uh, Toriyama actually said like the, the new form of Gohan is how he originally drew uh, SSJ whenever. Uh, it, it was first revealed, and like that—that that was what he wanted SSJ to look like. Interesting. It's actually awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. And they also, uh, they also. So the have, original uh, form is the final form of Gohan. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I think. Um, I think it's gonna be movie related. Um, it's either gonna be. Um, I, I, I. This is what I think, but this is what I want it to be because I think it's either gonna be the the new Gohan form or it's gonna be. Um, the new uh, Piccolo uh, uh, Piccolo Chad uh, form where he goes big and buff. Back on to uh, what I think is going to, what I want it to be for the God Rare, is I want it to be Cell Max. Ooh, Cell Max. I don't think I know that one. Is that like the Magnum condom version of the Cell? That's the... That's the... That's when uh, El Hermano uh, gives us power to Cell. <laughs> Uh, no, but like Cell Max is the the new form. Oh, uh, well, not, I, I found a picture of Cell Max. I'm, I'm sending in the chat. It's actually not even his new form. Like that—that's the thing. It's just a different version of Cell created. And um, as much as I don't like it because Cell doesn't fucking talk in the movie, <clears throat> which pissed me off. Uh, it is very cool that they finally brought back Cell. Um. Uh, and he, uh, and he, it does play a very terrifying villain in the movie for his purpose. And he kind of reminds me of Selzino from the Heroes. I like, guess the closest I think we'll ever get to like, to like heroes into uh, the, into it all together. But um, he is very terrifying. He takes his, uh, he takes his appearance from his second form, and he's like, and he's fucking massive. Yeah, I'm about to send the picture in the chat right now. It's fucking disgusting. The yeah, spike ball. He is a very he is very cool, and uh, I do like him uh, a lot, despite the fact that he doesn't talk. That is my only gripe about Cell Max is that uh, they took the one thing that I really liked about Cell, besides his look and how much how terrifying of a villain he was. The cockiness is the cockiness because like, I do miss the cockiness. But uh, he, but that's why I wanted to be Cell Max because it does it captures everything else I like about Cell, which is how much of a scary villain he was. Yeah. Yeah, but, I need to uh, see this movie ASAP. It's so, so dude, it's so good. <sighs> but uh, with that, that out of the way, uh, Jonathan, you want to take over for shoutouts? Yeah, so um, I guess we're done with the spoilers here so we can go back to normality here. Um, shoutouts. So first shoutout, I'm going to go with our team sponsor of uh, Ultra Ego. That's the card shop out in Baytown. Great place to go play. They play on Mondays if you're ever in the local area that's the shop for okay. the salt boys did i black out or did you guys always get sponsored by Ultra Ego? no so um it was more recent was, thing. there was a, something that happened and i'm not going to go into details but uh there's a new card shop that sponsors us now and it's been probably about a month or so uh that we've been sponsored by them uh, great shop owner great shop great community uh, if you haven't been down there go check them out 
Uh, also, shout out to the Salt Boys, probably the uh, the best non-competitive competitive team in all of Dragon Ball. Uh, definitely number one in the hearts and souls of anybody who likes to meme. And uh, Swag Champs, of course. And shout out to the haters one time. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't forget that one. Um, uh, sh- give a big shout out to uh, best team in all of uh, the United States of America, Team Rays. Uh, best team there is. Uh, can't think of literally anybody else. Uh, shout out to uh, Galaxy Gaming, uh, number one card shop in all of the galaxy. Uh, literally, no one better. Couldn't couldn't think of driving anywhere else, even though I do. It's because I like to, you know, remember that the bar is the uh, is set at Galaxy and it's set there all the time. And uh, definitely shout out to uh, everybody here. Uh, Definitely a good podcast around going on here. And then shout out to uh, Bandai for always uh, fucking over my expectations. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, I guess a uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Ray's. You know, uh, I 100% would not have gotten where I am today if I uh, didn't join them. Best team in Texas. Uh, and also shout out to uh, all y'all three for bringing me on to the podcast and i did uh, appreciate being here and just giving some knowledge and just chilling and hanging out we've enjoyed you thank you thank you ernest chan uh <laughs> was like, is uh, ernest fucking die? You. nah shout i was letting y'all talk <laughs> i was giving y'all y'all y'all's moments <laughs> um shout out to my team uh empire uh shout out to you guys and uh Team Rays for having uh, having me over for dinner uh, Saturday night after the after Acon. It's a great night. Uh, shout out to you guys, y'all. We, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, shout out to all the all Houston community, Angleton community, Baytown community, everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, it's a, another great episode in the books. Uh, Trenton, thank you again for joining us on our, oh, thank on our you for podcast. Uh, congratulations on your top 16. I believe you got a Nats invite as well. Yes, so, for, yep, first of my team to get it. Congratulations on that. Uh, top another event so we can have you back on here for another Oh, I reason. plan on it. <laughs> Please do. And, uh, got to rep Houston. Absolutely. Houston's growing. I uh, just want to throw this out there. Game guys. Uh, is a new shop we're trying to establish as a, another local spot. I feel like you can't have enough locals that play Dragon Ball. So yeah. finding a place that can actually play and give TPs is, is important. So if you have a chance to go out there, they're out now. I'll, I'll meet them all. Uh, give them a shout. Go go visit them. But uh, I think that's going to be it for today, guys. So uh, just like we always do, Ch- Champa. Champa. Champa.